My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 35 of the Adventure Games podcast. Now, if you listen to the bonus episode that I released earlier this week, you will know that there is a slight change to the format of the podcast so now every two weeks i will uh, release mainly the interviews and every other two weeks myself laura and thomas will discuss the adventure game news and reviews so the news will still be here but that will be discussed every two weeks instead of every week so um so with that we can get to the interview this week So this week's episode is a Halloween special since we are coming up to that time of year and I was lucky enough to be joined by the master of the horror adventure games himself, Agustin Cordes, all the way from Argentina. He is a developer of Scratches where he made his name. He and a couple of other developers also joined together to make Serena, which you can get for free on Steam, and it became a hit game myself. And he's also working on a little game called Asylum, which he and his team have been working on for 10 years. So uh, with that, here is a trailer of Asylum, followed by this very epic interview. So please enjoy. Thank you again for joining me for this episode. I am here with Agustin Cortez of Sensecape Studios, the developer of Scratches, Serena, and of course, Asylum. Hello, Agustin. How are you? Fine. And hello, uh, Shorsha. Was that okay? 
Well, I have been practicing. Yes, that was perfect. <laughs> okay. You've, you've uh, been practicing. <laughs> I did, I did. Thank you very much for, for having me on this podcast. I'm, I'm very happy to, to have a quick chat with you about what we we are doing and have been doing. Yes, I'm, I'm really happy to speak to you. As I mentioned before the recording, I've been wanting to talk uh, since I began this podcast. But we keep, you know, we seem to keep kept missing each other. You know, you were busy, mm-hmm. then I was busy. Then we were both busy, so so finally yeah. we have a moment now where we can talk. <laughs> finally, here we are. And, yeah, it's, uh, been a, it's been a tricky year for me so far uh, with a new family member and all that implies. Uh, yeah, but, congratulations uh, or commiserations. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes. yes. Well, maybe commiserations to your to your night sleep. <laughs> yeah, well, thankfully the, the the nights are the are. So far, so good. We we are catching enough sleep, so uh, oh, we, we can complain really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's great. No, I know you've been very busy this year, so it's really appreciated that you take the time to talk to little old me. So don't um, it. I'm really happy to do this. Well, that's great. So then, for people who may not have heard of you, I uh, was wondering if you could start by introducing yourself and letting us know what your favorite adventure game is or are. Phew. <laughs> Probably the most okay. difficult question. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a tough one. <laughs> but, okay, let's start. So, um, I'm Agustin. I'm a developer from Argentina. I have been doing this like... Uh, working on adventure games for, for some time now, I grew up uh, playing them. I, uh, I I was an early gamer, you know. Uh, my, my dad used to bring um, old computers at home. Uh, he, he, he was a teacher in the university. Um, and uh, I remember playing games like Saxon, Jumpman, all those uh, interesting arcades. But it was when I played King's Quest, when I was uh, seven or eight years old, maybe, that I became, became deeply in love with uh, the adventure genre. And, uh, I, I mean, ever since I played King, King's Quest, that I wanted to make a, an adventure game, and I was able to, to do one, in, to start doing one in 2003. That game was called Scratches. Uh, it became a fairly beloved entry in the adventure genre, and uh, afterwards, we I worked on an educational project that we did for the Argentinian government. It's sadly an adventure game uh, that's pretty fun, I would say, in the circumstances, because working with the government is never fun. But uh, <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it's a it's a cool game that that we 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 hope we can release it in English someday. It's definitely in, in our plans to to do that. And well, after that one, we released Serena, a short and free adventure game, and we have been working on Asylum ever since. Oh, yeah, and my favorite that's... adventures. Uh, yeah, hang on, my favorite adventures, because <laughs> this is a tough one. So uh, I think King's Quest remains one of, one of my favorite ones. And I have a very soft spot for for pretty much any Sierra adventure game. 
But uh, Space Quest 3 in particular is one of the most I love the love the most. And I really like really like the Dark Eye. It's a fairly unknown horror adventure game. And I love Monkey Island too, uh, especially the the crazy ending. Yeah, <laughs> right. Those spoiler for a game around. 30 years ago, but, <laughs> yeah, but yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, yes, I've, I think uh, I, I was wondering when we were going to get to a horror game because you've become known for a horror game, adventure game developer. And I was thinking King's Quest, Space Quest, Monkey Island. Oh, the Dark Guy. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, that's... <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, it's funny because, I'm, of course, I like horror. I, uh, I also grew up watching tons of horror movies. Like, you can't imagine how many horror movies I have seen uh, since I was a kid. Um, I, I do like horror gaming, but it's not my preference even, you know? Like... Uh, I love all types of adventure games, but interestingly, some of my favorite ones are horror games. Uh, still, in, in, in what I'm trying to do ever since I began doing scratches is like combining those two passions, like adventure games and horror. Interesting. And is, is there any reason why, you know, you're known as a mentioned as a horror game developer, but you don't play many horror adventure games or many horror games. Is there a particular reason, out of curiosity? Uh, or is it just something that you... It's, it's an interesting question. I mean, I, I, I have played horror games, of course. Um, Amnesia, Soma, uh, I mean, many horror adventure games as well. Like I named you The Larking Horror, Seven Guests, Alone in the Dark. And, and I, I like them, of course. Um, but for some reason that I can't quite, quite say, uh, they're not among my, my favorite ones. I do love, for example, okay, okay, wait, I, I do love, of course, the, the Darkfall games. Um, they were, yes, I played them the, as well. They were one of the sources of inspiration behind Scratches. And, uh, in fact, uh, I was in touch with Jonathan Boggs, uh, even before I began working on Scratches. Jonathan was a sort of, of, of mentor even uh, when I was in touch with him. And I also love uh, Dark Seed, which isn't a particularly strong adventure game, but some of the concepts in that game have influenced Scratches and Asylum in turn. They're just not among my, my favorite games. Uh, besides adventure games, I play a lot of RPGs. And I, it, it's much easier to tell you my top five non-adventure games, for instance. Okay, sure. sure go ahead. <laughs> they, are, <laughs> they are Fallout, the first one, Planescape, Torment, System Shock, and yeah, probably Baldur's Gate, the fifth one. The fifth, okay. the fifth one is always shifting, so I'm, I'm not sure, you know, but yeah. <laughs> It's, Wait, all, it's I, the one that's I always changing. <laughs> I, I think it's four, five, yeah? Four. I, oh, okay. I, Damn. I that, believe it was four, but... <laughs> Fallout, System Shock, Planescape Torment. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
that's a bit more complicated than, than I thought then. <laughs> <laughs> so top four. <laughs> top four. Okay, top four. There you go. <laughs> oh, we, we can go with it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay. So uh, you've mentioned a game that you, your favorite games. And which uh, have you played any adventure games recently which you really liked? Or have you had time? Because I know that, as you mentioned, you've been very, very busy. Yeah. So, to be honest, I'm not doing much, uh, I'm not playing much stuff on my computer. So, when I play stuff, it's either on on the iPad or the Switch. So, stuff I can carry around, you know. But I did play um, some of the recent Watch It Eye adventures. Uh, not an avowed, but mm-hmm. um, I think I played... The one before that, and also stories untold, and that that one that, that that's a game I I liked even even if it had some 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 flaws, but uh, I really love love the the mood of that of that game. Uh, but I have been playing precisely a lot, a lot of uh, Baldur's Gate recently on the iPad, the enhanced version. Ever since since they announced the the third one, I'm really looking forward to that one. So uh, right now I'm playing Baldur's Gate 2. And I can't remember okay. if I played adventure games. i let you know if I, if I remember any other one. Sure, don't, don't worry. But Baldur's Gate, I've heard, you know, it has a good story at least. I don't, I myself, but, you know, I've, I've heard from people that said, oh, it's a pretty good story, you know. It's like, you know, an adventure game with a strong plot. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's good. But yeah, yeah. okay, I must check it out then, because <laughs> I, I have friends, a lot of friends who yeah. play it. So it's definitely the writing in in those games, uh, the the original Black Isle games like Fallout, Planescape, and Baldur's Gate. It's just on a whole uh, different level, and then you can see how uh, recent RPGs seem to be missing something. The the writing is top notch. What, what can you tell us about Serena and how you came to design that game? I don't know how that happened, really, but uh, it's a game that we, we put together with other fans and developers of the adventure genre in, in just barely two months. And we released it without any fanfare whatsoever. So the, the, the core idea of the game was to, you know, give give a gift back to the community. Uh, it was, maybe you heard about it, it, it was a, a rough time uh, for many well-known uh, fans of the adventure genre. Um, there was this this CEO from Replay Games uh, being very toxic and exposing people uh, precisely uh, uh, a friend of mine called Serena Nelson so uh, this this CEO was was harassing her exposing her on on Twitter and we we were we actually we were trying to get the press to listen to what was happening and I think that uh, uh, now I'm not. I'm not entirely sure of, of the timeline now, 
I think the game was originally meant to be like a, a heads up for for the, the press, like to 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 use it as a vehicle to to talk about this uh, this toxic behavior that we were seeing in the adventure genre. Um, in the end, the game was was the game. It, it it was you know we we dedicated the game to to Serena, the the spirit. We we decided to to make um, an intriguing experience. Uh, with, with with her name as something you know that that many fans and developers could enjoy, uh, but we, we weren't expecting any more than this, really. And <laughs> so, 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 I honestly, I don't know. We we just published it for for free on Steam and it exploded. Uh, I think the game has Talk been off. downloaded. <laughs> it has been downloaded well over. Two million times now, and if you see the wow. reviews, it has yeah yeah it has six thousand positive reviews. And, wow! And the most critical reviews are uh, they complain about the lack of a menu, uh, you know, some poor technical support. To be honest, we weren't even remotely ready for for, for this. <laughs> It's a game that was developed again, again for fans of adventure games, and it took off in and, two months. Yeah, in two <laughs> months. And anyway, <laughs> there was a lot of people involved here. Uh, way too many to mention. I mean, we had the involvement of Josh Mandel, Scott Murphy, in famous quests, um, Digital Media Workshop, the, the developers of. of Prominence, uh, Jan Caban, developer of Julia, many fans, several writers, uh, including um, Troils, who is a Space Quest historian, um, Simo, a friend, a dear friend of us. So it was a truly a you know joint effort. That's the reason well, why so it could be done in two months as well. <laughs> No, it's it's incredible as well. First of all, that it only took you two months, and then also that so many of you people were working together because you know we have an expression in English, you know, too many cooks spoil uh, the broth. I think, and two two is a company, three is a crowd. So if you have the more people working on it, that the more you know, the, the more difficult it will be. But how how did you find working with so many other developers on this game? I. I swear to you, I have no idea how we did this. Again, I mean, <laughs> it's even that period in particular. I, I think I, I don't know. It, it's all even even hazy. Like I can't understand how we did it in two months. Uh, all I know is that uh, it all, you know, the flow was great. The spirit of collaboration was very strong. Uh, communication was 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 very very strong uh we did we almost did the entire graphics ourselves but the writing was divided into into four writers including myself and um the programming was mostly done by Jan Caban. so uh i'm not sure how we did it one one fun <laughs> did it one fun uh interesting detail is that it's all based 
on an extremely old concept I have in mind that even predates scratches. Talking about the very, very old idea I had in my head that it was originally meant for a, for a short fiction story. That story was going to be called uh, Helena. So it, it's even by strange turn of events, the, the name Serena, it's, it's, it's similar to, to that name I had in mind for the story. So yeah, that, 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 that's one interesting detail, I guess. <laughs> Well, no, okay, I didn't, I didn't know that, but, uh, but yeah, as I said, it's, it's incredible that, you know, so many of you got to get, and because I, when I was playing the game, I had no idea. I thought that it was, well, I knew that you were involved, but I thought it was, you know, that you were the head of it, and this was like a studio-made game, or like one or two people, uh, just with your own vision. But the fact that so many of you got together, and you, who make different types of games as well, and different styles, and yet you came out with this game and this style as well in just two months is <laughs> is is a huge achievement and then as you mentioned it, it exploded and uh, now I, I did laugh because as you mentioned most vast majority of reviews were positive but I don't know if it was for this game or another game because you know how some Steam reviews uh, they might not be as appreciative of the effort or the, or the games and I think one person wrote uh, I think it might be for a different game. I'm not sure, but oh, this is a, you know a waste of my time. And but it was just one hour. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I'll never get was, this. Uh, no, yes, that was for for Serena, and I, and I believe he in the review he even says that he spent uh, 30 minutes playing it. So wow, you, you your time wow. is so <laughs> wow, very it must be very very expensive. Sorry, sorry, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, th thankfully, you know, people, most people who played it, as you mentioned, have really enjoyed it, and I would really recommend people to play it. It's for free on Steam, and it, it is incredible. But yeah, 30 minutes, you know, if you play a game you don't like it, then okay, just don't play anymore. It's 30 minutes. It's, and, um, yeah. but I suppose, you know, that's what we, or what you guys have to put up with. But again, that's, uh, it, it was an, an amazing, uh, you know, game. And now, before before we get on to Asylum, you mentioned as well that you, very quickly, that you made a game for the Argentinian government. Is this game yeah. available for the general public? Uh, it's it's uploaded in archive.org. I uploaded myself, and you can, you have to look for, uh, it's called Risk Profile. Risk profile, uh, okay. Risk profile. I believe I'm the... Yeah, by Savarasa Nucleosis. And I believe I uploaded it myself. Yeah, I think, yes. Uploaded by Agustin Cordes. I uploaded it... Wow, I uploaded it exactly one year ago. Exactly one year oh, ago. Oh, wow. That's a <laughs> strange coincidence. Uh, yeah, okay. another spooky coincidence. <laughs> no spooky coincidence. Wow. And the thing is, it's completely in Spanish. Okay. The whole game is in okay. Spanish. And there's an idea to um, translate it to English. But, you know, we are, we are very, very busy uh, with asylum. So uh, for now, it, it, it's, it's an idea and 
it will happen eventually, but I don't know when. <laughs> okay. So maybe we should do this section in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so, okay. And that was a, a game that you said that you worked with the Argentinian government. Um, what can you tell us about that experience? Are you able to talk a little bit about that? Or will you get in trouble if you speak in public no, about no, it? No, no, no. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, it was, you know, uh, very exciting, intimidating, because at the time it was not only the biggest game project in Argentina, it, it was the biggest project in the whole Latin American region. I believe it, uh, oh. <laughs> the big, yes, the biggest budget for a game in the region. And uh, we had, we did it with another company actually, that's, I mean, Nucleosis was the old company that published, that, that produced Scratches. And Sabarasa was another uh, producer of, of cool games, also from Argentina. So we had to team up to do this to this game. But um, truth is, they wanted to put it out in like one year, which was insane for the amount because of the amount of content uh, that had the game. We're talking about this is a game with uh, twelve missions across four different locations, so eighty screens, eighty screens. I'm not sure if 50 characters, which is a huge lot. And uh, we did it in a year and a half. So imagine that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still, again, I, I'm not sure how we achieved that, but yeah, thankfully we, we did. So you you had two months on Serena and a year and a half on Risk Profile. You're very very efficient. Well, yeah, uh, and <laughs> for other games at least. For, for other games, yeah, Scratches took <laughs> three years. Asylum, well, okay. lots more than that. Yeah, which which we'll which we'll talk about now in just a moment. So yeah. okay, so that, that game is is in Spanish now. It's Risk Profile on archive.org. So if you know yes, Spanish, you then to, you... yeah, it will be on Steam when when we when we do the English translation, it will be both the Spanish and English translation on Steam. Okay, that's good. Look forward to that. And um, now again, very quickly before we go on to Asylum, because I'm sure that's what a lot of people want to hear about. Um, the scratches. Now we've spoken a little bit about that, but. It's as far as I know, it's not publicly available right now. Is is that mm -hmm. correct? So what? What? what again? I don't want you to get in trouble or anything. No. What no, are you no, able? No, no trouble. What, what are you able to, to tell us about about it? Disagreements with an ex-partner. Uh, you know, Nucleosis was essentially two people, and when the game was completed, and you know, it, it was it began to make money. There were disagreements about who did what and how much, you know, each one of us contributed to the project. And turns out my ex-partner basically believed he made the whole game himself. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> which is he, 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 never, he never even played games, adventures. He, he, he mostly did the graphics and... Yeah, he, he 
he's still convinced that the graphics were the most important part of the game. Um, turns out I did some graphics myself for scratches, so even, even that, uh, <laughs> that uh, posture isn't exactly accurate either. But you know, basically the the, the whole like, the whole thing is uh, a commercial disagreement. And uh, at one point, I offered myself to okay, let me publish the game, and I give you your your share. And those discussions progressed up to some point until he uh, flipped again, and that was it. The game is essentially abandoned. Where now? There's a uh, Nobody can touch the game because it's essentially uh, split. In, the rights are split in half. So uh, he owes a he owns a fifty percent, and I own another fifty percent. So it's like we can't even sell the property. It's it's like in limbo, <laughs> truly that's, in limbo. But that's such a shame after all the work you put into it. Yeah, it's, it, it sucks. For me, you know, I, I don't even care if, if people pirate the game, get it for free. I, I don't truly don't care. Uh, if I had the rights, I would have released it for, for free by now. Right, but it's, it's, it's still, it's, it's such a shame now that after all the work that you put into it, you know, you're talking about the story, clearly you were very, are very passionate about it because it's, uh, you know, a game that you worked on at least. <laughs> um, but it's you know, it's it's a real shame now that uh, that has happened. But uh, well, look, hope, hopefully in the future you can find, or at least he can find some agreement. In the future, uh, yeah. On. As soon as as soon as um, you know, I'm 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 done with Asylum. Maybe I I look into that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that takes us very nicely. On to your current game, Asylum. Now, I'm going to ask you a question that I'm sure you've never been asked before because I pride myself on my expert questions and expert interview skills and all of that. So, I, you know, I want to be original. So, are you ready for this? Here goes. What is taking so long with Asylum? I'm sure you've never been asked that before. And when is no. this game going to be released? So, oh, okay, so those are two easy questions right there. Very so, easy, no, I'm, I'm, very easy. I, never, I, never I'm, I'm sure you've been asked those questions a lot. So, um, so okay. uh, yeah. So, what can you tell us about, so for, first of all, uh, before we get into the production side of it, what can you tell us about the game? Because amazingly, despite the fact that this game is, as we'll find out, been in production a long time, I, at least I don't know very much about the story or the plot. I know it's set in an asylum, but that's kind of it. I don't know much about the characters or about the plot or anything. So what can you tell us? Are you able to tell us anything? I can tell you some some things about it, yes. I, I can tell you, like, the, the whole, you know, concept. And, okay, yeah. Uh, because we, we, we have discussed things up to certain points by now. So you're an ex-patient, yes. You you have been, you know, um, committed to this asylum for some time, some unspecified time. So I'm, I'm. Several aspects of the story are very, you know, hazy on purpose. Again, just like some things were 
done um, on purpose in, in a certain way for scratches. And then Serena, um, there's a, you know, Asylum is like this, there's a reason why Asylum is presented like this. So you're an ex-patient, you're experiencing visions or hallucinations, you know, about, about things that happened in the asylum when, when you were there. And these visions like prompt you to, to go back. And so you may find the answer behind them because you, you, you don't really understand what, what they mean. Like what, what did they do to you? Or is it everything in your mind, you know? And you come to this place believing it's abandoned after many years. Turns out it's not. There's people inside and they give you a very good reason why they are there. And it makes sense until you begin wondering if what's happening, it's not entirely what it seems. So that, that's how the story works on a certain level. Okay, so in, in the same way, when I described Scratches, I told you, so yeah, he's a writer that goes to the mansion and he needs to finish a story. And he became obsessed with certain aspects of the house. That's the, the hook, okay? And if you play Scratches, you know that things start happening and the story branches and becomes very more intricate and more questions are raised. Um, that is exactly how, how Asylum works, okay? So uh, the premise feels like basic enough, even as the story progresses, you begin to understand what the things that happen in the Asylum and, you know, more questions are raised. And there's a couple of twists that I'm hoping will uh, catch people completely off guard. But that's the whole idea, the whole general idea, okay? That's as, as much as I'm willing to tell about what happens <laughs> in the game. Okay, no, because it, it, it's amazing when you're talking <coughs> about it and telling us more about it, but I still feel like, you know, I'm still very intrigued because it's like you haven't given anything away. There's been no spoilers at all, at least for, from, for me there, and it's it's very rare, I think, for any game or movie or anything released nowadays. Usually you can know nearly everything before it's released. But with this game, even though it's been released for a lot, been in development for a long time, and as you know, we know the general concept of it now, but still, you know, we, we don't know much about the, you know, the actual story. So yeah. how, how, have you been, how have you been able to keep that a secret all this time? Uh... I don't know. <laughs> Somehow we are getting away <laughs> with it. I swear to you, I don't know. But, but yes, we have been very, very careful with what we show and how we show it. And, you know, some people have complained about this because they they say, hey, the game has been in production for so long and you, you, are enjoy you should be showing new stuff. And, well, uh, we are not showing new stuff because we we are controlling very well what you are seeing. That's the whole idea is that the game surprises you, after all. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No, because, uh, I, you know, in the videos that I've seen and, the, you know, the screenshots, and I've seen you on videos talking about the game as well, and you're, 
you're very good at talking about the game, but not revealing, you know, the important stuff or <laughs> about it. So, which, which I, I'm sure is very, very difficult. And I'm sure, is there, is there a, a part of you that just cannot wait for, you know, the game to be out and for you to be able to talk about it? No, 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 no. But I mean, okay. the, the, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not anxious in that regard. Uh, thankfully, otherwise, okay. I would be. It would be. This will be even more, even more difficult. And I, I am looking forward to hear what people think about the story. I mean, one reason why we are spending so much time on this game is that I have confidence on what happens in the game and and and, and the story. Of course, I could be wrong, you know. So yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I'm looking forward to hear what what people think. I I hope they like the story uh, more than anything. I'm looking forward to hear all the theories and what they think about this and that. So that that's the part I like. I, like I said, the part I enjoy the most. So we talked about in development for a long time. So. Um, it's you know so has the game expanded while you were making it? So was it originally supposed to be a smaller game, or is this the way that you imagined the game to be? No, no, it was that. That's that's something I. Um, it, it's definitely coming along as we as we wanted. So uh, from the first moment, we wanted to give players like the the feeling that they are exploring a huge rundown run down asylum, you know, and yeah, asylums are like pretty big places. So uh, it, it was all part of the experience we had in mind. It just happens to be taking way longer than we expected in the first place. So, yeah, so I think we mentioned that this is the 10th year that the game is in development. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah, so. it's going to be the 10th year, yeah. Which, so, you know, it's no. not entirely uncommon. It's not entirely uncommon right. in the industry for some, you know, ambitious indie games to take this long. Uh, the Witness took 10 years. Uh, um, which game took eight uh, years? That's me, another me, popular indie um, game. There's also, uh, I spoke with one of the developers, Daniel Stacy, who worked on Mage's Initiation. And that also took ten oh, years. Yeah. It was released this year, so, back in January. Yeah. It's, it's not unheard of. Uh, definitely, I, I do think we could have optimized some, you know, aspects of the development. Uh, we have learned a lot in the process of doing this game. Keep in mind that we, it's the first time we are doing 3D, like actual 3D. Scratches was pseudo 3D, and in the case of Asylum, we are combining like several different approaches and um, mean a lot of iteration uh, when it comes to the interface and some aspects of the game some people see don't see you know this process of iteration with good eyes because they think that uh, like they say hey so why don't you get it right the first time but the whole point of yeah, I mean, uh, we would be making a lot more money. We would be making a lot more games if we do, if we manage to to do that. But it's that's not how it works. In fact, some developers, the the approach of some developers is to prototype and iterate and prototype and you know 
just uh, until they get the feel of the game. Some developers don't even know the kind of game they want to make until they start, you know, exploring it with the prototype. So I, I did, I did know exactly the kind of game I wanted to make from from, from the go. Uh, what what I didn't exactly know for sure is how to present certain ideas. Um, so that, that that's why the interface took a lot of, you know. Of, of 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 iterating until we got the the proper interface that we wanted for the right interface we wanted for the game. So yeah, you know, it's been a process. Sure, yeah. But do people really say that to you? Why not get it right the first time? Because that's not how life works. <laughs> oh yeah. You know. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> that, but, you know, we have to learn, even if you are like an expert in your field, you know, you've made a few games already, but, you know, you still have to learn as, as you go along. And, you know, pe you know, that's, uh, but anyway, I'm just, <laughs> I mean, sorry, yeah, that kind of threw me there. It, but. it happens. And uh, sure. I guess, again, that some, some uh, we, we are talking, we are talking about the process of making games way more than we used to uh, talk before. You know, it's like in the 80s and almost most of the 90s, the game development was like a black box. Like, you know, suddenly Sierra launched the game and wow, I'm playing the game. But you yeah. really knew <laughs> what happened, you know, to, to get to that point. And it turns out that back then it was as embarrassing as it was now. When you listen to Sierra developers, they tell you like, we had no idea. We just sat down and began doing stuff. You know, in fact, we are we are way more organized than than we were. Uh, you know, as as an industry, uh, of course, the industry has learned a lot uh, throughout all throughout all these decades. But some things, some things really need you know, experimenting and going back and forth until you get the right, you know, the right feel of something. And we are, I have to admit it, we are pretty uh, picky about the, you know, several aspects of the game. We, we want it, we want the graphics to look like this, we want the characters to look like that. We are doing the very best we can in every regard. Um, this is how much I'm attached to the story and, and that's why i hope people like it sure yeah you want to make sure that the game is good that it's it's very very good so you want to and... yeah i mean ultimately yeah that, that that that's the whole point yeah it's a it's a work <laughs> of love for me but just but just get it right first time <laughs> yeah <exactly>. um <laughs> now now i love I that uh you're I know, so do I. How would all be millionaires <laughs> or billionaires? Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I I took a look at your at the Kickstarter video that you did. I think was it a few years ago when you went to Kickstarter? And now yeah, I mentioned you mentioned <laughs> you you mentioned which was very interesting as well. I'd really encourage people to to watch that video. But you mentioned that you are you basing the asylum in the game on real asylums. In the real world, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, we we pretty much designed the whole building. I mean, I, I can't, of course, 
I, I, I don't think you can take the blueprints and build a building with, with, with these blueprints. We, I mean, uh, I wouldn't recommend that. But what I can tell you is that we designed our blueprints after researching many blueprints of actual asylums. And uh, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a custom design, you know, but it was highly influenced by, by actual buildings of, of the era. Well, so, okay, I mean, and it, it could it could work. It could work. It could almost work as a you know actual real asylum. But of course, I can't I can't uh, confirm that. <laughs> you, you need to spend some time in it to <laughs> yeah to, to be sure. And now this is a serious question now as well. But ha- have okay. you visited? Have you visited any asylum as research or have yes. you mainly used blueprints? Wow, yes. okay. Are you able to talk a little bit about that? Of course. In fact, you can um, look it up on YouTube, uh, look up a tour of Hanwell. And you can see parts of our uh, recordings that we did in a real uh, asylum here in Argentina. So uh, we can't put all of that footage because we don't have full permission. But right. uh, it was an incredible trip that we did even before we began working on the game. So we, we actually did a lot of research before we began you know, modeling the place and writing aspects of the story. So the answer is yes, we, we, we did that and that, that trip inspired several characters that you see in the game, several rooms that you see. It was very educational and helpful. Okay, Uh, interesting, because there is an asylum now, well, close to my house here in Ireland, which now I've never been inside, you know, there are big walls and big massive gates, so they don't let just anybody in. But uh, yeah, what, what yeah. was the experience? <laughs> I mean, there, there's a part of me that is curious, but yeah. um, you know, then another part of me like, eh, maybe, maybe not. But um, what, what, how did you feel when you went? And so, when you were get, doing the tour of the the asylum in in Argentina, what, how um, how could you how can you describe the experience? Well, it's been a while, but I remember I was very. <laughs> Excited, you know, it sounds wrong, but uh, it was <laughs> exciting for me. And you, you can see me in the video. We are, for example, going to the basement of an abandoned building of that of of this particular asylum. And as we go down the stairs, we see a, a wheelchair blocking the path. It was almost on purpose there. And I thought to myself, oh, wow, this is amazing. You know, like, this is actually like a real horror movie. And uh, it, 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 it's really, really interesting. Also, the, the stories that we heard about the place. Um, it was a trip that definitely inspired several aspects of, of, of our asylum. And we, we still have that footage. And at some point, I'm hoping it will be part of a documentary we are planning to do about the game. Cool, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, after the game, after the game. 
we still, we still have to finish. We still have to finish the game, the actual game. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, do do you uh, uh, do do you think you might end up in an asylum yourself for working on the uh, game? <laughs> we are definitely getting close. Yeah. <laughs> So far, we, we are still <laughs> surviving, but it, it's getting it's getting rough some some days. No, I I do admire your patience because you know when I'm editing the podcast, sometimes after ten minutes, I go, oh, I'm bored, you know, just editing, you know, well, mostly my own voice for ten minutes. But now you're working on it for ten years, so then I'm like, okay, yeah, it's not so bad editing this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it takes yeah yeah it takes uh. I don't know. Clearly, we we love we love our we love our job because uh, mm-hmm. otherwise we, we we wouldn't be able to do this. And uh, it, it it even takes it takes a, um, a good deal of of of, of, of I don't know uh, control or of or willingness I don't know the word but to to work mm-hmm. on such an oppressive and you know uh, environment. Such a scary place. It, it can be even depressing sometimes, but uh, we never had any any issues. I mean, clearly we we must have some issues to work this long <laughs> on such a horrible place, you know. But uh, so far, so good. <laughs> what what do you guys say? So. Uh, when you mentioned you're working on a game called Asylum, which is a horror game, do you do anything for fun then to get your mind off? Uh, you know the more uh, horror aspects of the game. Funnily, no, because I I don't know I love watching horror movies. So after working on Asylum, I <laughs> I uh, I go to watch horror movies. Of course, these days I I spend a lot, a lot of time with my family. Um, sure. I, I don't play much during the weekends, you know, it's uh, the life of a dad. And <laughs> I, um, I do have been involved on a small side project, which is uh, uh, writing a book or rather editing a book with some of my stories and stories by other authors. Horror, of course. Um, but that was also in Spanish, you know. So okay. uh, I, I guess that's something I I could bring to um, to English fans at some point. But uh, it, it takes you know takes too much too much effort. So uh, for now, it's you know asylum is the top priority. Top priority. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is your main job then. Working on asylum. Yeah, yeah. I also uh, teach. I teach Unreal Engine okay. in a in a in an institute in the in the in the city. And uh, but yeah, no. I mean, this is my main. Okay, job. yeah. I I don't know if it was you or someone else that said that one of the reasons why it's taking so long is. Did you develop a new engine for this game? Did I read that correctly, or are you using a, an engine that's already used? At some used? point. Yeah, at some point we were. At some point we were. Um, sadly, it was a decision that we. I didn't pursue that because it was taking, you know, not only taking too much time, but 
the game wasn't coming along as I expected. He, I, I was the only I was the only programmer on that engine, and uh, I needed to spend you know time doing other jobs for the project, like writing, the, the, the designing. That's uh, that's my main uh, job description. I love programming, and I'm also doing some programming now, but. Um, you know that that engine was my my baby, and I was mm. uh, like the only person, at least at that at that moment in the development of the game. I was the only person who knew how to how to use it, how to develop it. So um, even if I wanted to hire anyone to continue the engine, it just wasn't going to be as productive because that programmer would have to learn a complete new engine, you know, it just wasn't, it, in, in general, it wasn't the best approach. And um, that's why we did a quick prototype with Unity. I, I didn't feel it was the right engine either. And we ended up with Unreal Engine. And the game, it looks looks incredible now. We are we're very happy with Unreal. And uh, we, we, we all agree it was the, the best decision to to com- complete the game with Unreal. It's what allows us to bring you some really uh, cool-looking characters, visual effects. Uh, it performs well. You know, it's running the game with, with some Kickstarter backers. Several Kickstarter backers actually have already tried a good chunk of the game. Uh, they reported strong performance, you know, quick loading times. So uh, that's a relief, like a very, mm-hmm. you know, I can imagine. A, big, a big relief that the game is already running well. So yeah, I mean, uh, I, I love the idea of designing, uh, you know, your own, your own engine. Maybe in the future, uh, I, I will give it another try or not. I, I don't know. But now we are, we are okay with Unreal and, uh, Asylum is looking good in real. Cool. So, no, because I I asked another developer, I believe it was Spooky Doorway who made the Dark Side Detective. I asked, it was Trust, I think, who did the programming, most of the programming. I asked her if she, came, if she came up with her own engine. And she laughed and she said, no, are you crazy? <laughs> that that yeah. would be insane. <laughs> so, so um, it is, no, yeah, I think it is you know, most people can understand <laughs> but I know I I do know some people have done it. So yeah, I mean yeah, I mean Ron Gilbert did it. So it's uh, um, it's not it's not you know too crazy. Uh, right. I think it's okay for some for some projects like uh, the you know the the decision maybe I actually spoke with Ron Gilbert about this and he. He was he, he he was very convinced of doing uh, his own engine for Thimbleweed Park, but if he had to do 3D, he told me he would have chosen Unreal Engine. So sure. the, thing, the thing is that doing 3D it's extremely complicated, very complicated, because um, you need to you you don't. You, not only you need to do the engine, you need to do an editor 
and it has to be a pretty strong editor to edit a 3D map and put lights and you know do all sort of things that if you think about it, Unreal Engine, uh, originally the editor for Unreal Engine was pretty bare bones, except they have been doing this for like 20 years. So of course now the engine is, is huge and, and it has, has a lot of features. And that's why some developers don't have any other option, any other option but either go with Unity or Unreal because doing all that, doing the engine plus the editor is a huge deal of work. Right. No, I, I can. I mean, I've never made a game. I'm not a programmer, but I can imagine. <laughs> and it's uh, uh, away from making the game itself as well. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Do you know more or less how long it might take people to play the game Asylum uh, when it's yeah. out? Or yeah, does it depend? Yeah, I, I imagine it depends on the game players as well. So I know it's a difficult question to answer, but. It's very difficult to answer, but I think based on on the content and the initial tests that we did with backers, I think we can confirm about 15 hours, definitely above 12 hours, around 15, and it, it may be even 20 hours for for some people. Oh. So certainly lengthy adventure. Far, far more than the average I, adventure game, I believe, which is maybe like six hours mm. or eight, maybe. Yeah, or, or less even, like between five, six, eight. It, it depends on the game as well. But... Yeah, 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 maybe. I mean, so I, I think it's going to be a really engrossing experience. Right. And now I, I don't think we, we mentioned that Scratches, well, Sir, Scratches, Serena and... Asylum are all in first person. Well, Asylum correct. is also in first person, correct? Yeah. I yeah. don't know if we mentioned yes. that or not. Uh, now, yes. I find as well with horror game or with, you know, kind of adds to the immersion. Do you, do you find that as well? Yeah, I think it adds to the immersion. Or, um, you know, when it comes to exploration as well, I think third person, uh, first person, sorry, might be preferable. Uh, third person is more appropriate when you have more more characters, more secondary characters, and uh, exploration maybe is not the main concern. I think. Right. Sure. Yeah. No. I because I haven't played the game, but you mentioned Amnesia and um, well, yeah. there's Penumbra as well. That you mm-hmm. know, like that, and I think and Darkfall, of course. That. It can help to add to the to the. I I love third person games as well. You know, most of the time I play third person uh, games, but I think something like Asylum. Probably, I think you've made the right choice. First person, where well, from the videos I've seen, it does feel like you're going into the asylum. You know, you're the one exploring. So yeah, yeah, and, I really, uh, with, with, really, yes, I enjoy the presentation like this. This uh, the node based presentation. Like I. I I do believe it's the right approach for the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, okay, no, I know you haven't mentioned too much about it as well. Uh, are you able to say anything about some characters that we will meet in the asylum at all? Is there anything at all that you can tell us about any characters I, there? 
Yes, I can tell you a bit about Julia, who is the receptionist. It's the first character that you meet, actually. And uh, she works a bit as a um, half, you know, when you are stuck or you need something, you can, go, you can go back to Julia, who will share some interesting details about the place. But I believe Lenny is maybe the most interesting character that you're going to find in the game. He's, an ex, he's, a, he's a patient who is allowed to roam free in the place because he's not dangerous, you know. And he has some very interesting things to tell you. And okay. I, think, I think he's going to become a very, um, maybe a memorable character a member in, in adventure games. Because uh, he's he's likable. He he's a very likable. Uh, I think Lenny is my favorite character in the game. How, how much of kind of horror is in the game? So is it made specific for you know horror fans or more mainstream fans? Or what what can you tell us? So are there things that will terrify us? You know, that will give us nightmares, or kind of be more laid back some sections as well? Or it's um. It's very, I mean, psychological horror. There is some gore. There is definitely more um, gore and gruesome sequence than in sequences than in scratches. Uh, it's definitely more of a slow-burning type of horror. Um, definitely way more slow-paced than other horror games. Um, you know. Sometimes people compare the game with Outlast. They say, hey, but Outlast already was released and uh, Asylum is also the same idea as Outlast. And no, 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 it's a completely different kind of game. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's an adventure game after all. Um, but it's, it's low page, it's very psychological. Um, it's a game that demands your time, you know. Um, sure. This, this is something that I mean, I'm, I'm, we give back. We, I, I'm sure I, I take great care to make your time worthwhile. You know, so um, I, I equate this to, for, for instance, one of the one recent comment about the updates I write about Asylum. The, the comment said like, "Wow, I, I read all of it and." Thank you so much for sharing all this information. Like it, it was a, a worthwhile read. It's a long update, but I really enjoyed it. And that's maybe a bit like you know how the game works as well. So it's uh, it's lengthy. It's going to require your attention, your your time. You need to wind down to play it, but uh, it will repay that you know emotional investment if you if you wanted to put it that way. So that's, um, I'm really hoping that when the game, when players finish the game, not only they will be satisfied, but they will get the impression that they played something special, very special, that's going to stick with them for a long time to come. Based on the videos that I've seen, and certainly based on Ashes and Serena, I think that uh, it's a high chance that that will be the case. I <laughs> hope so. Thank um, you, I hope so. <laughs> I'm, you know, you do have some form in, in this area, so um, now, I meant to ask as well, will there be voice acting in the game? Yes, during dialogues, yes, yes. 
I saw on Kickstarter that uh, you mentioned Josh Mandel uh, worked on Serena. Is he is he taking part in Asylum at all? Yes, yes. The idea is that he he will provide the voice for the for the main character. Oh wow! Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because he's usually to... done comedy games. Yeah, yeah, but he's, he has a great voice, and uh, we, yes. all, we always thought he was a great fit for it, yeah. Okay, now because he's, as far as I know, he's done mainly comedy games, you know, called Sierra games, you know, and, uh, well, obviously King's Quest and uh, the like. So, yeah, is, is, this, uh, is this the first game that he's done that's probably, like, not a comedy? Uh, or a... Well, he, he did Serena, who is or, not precisely comedy. Okay, he did that as well. Okay. Yeah, no, that's right. not a comedy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but maybe the, this, uh, this is the first time he's not doing comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. No, very curious because I'm, you know, a fan of his, as I'm sure a lot of people listening are as well. And, um, and okay. So now the question then that I'm terrified to ask, almost as terrified as I'm sure it would be when playing the yeah. game. Uh, and now, when, when we release this episode, the game may or may not be released. But do you <laughs> okay. have a tentative? Do you have a tentative release date? Because I know that you say you know when it's ready and all. But do you have any more or less time frame where you would like to release it, or is there anything at all that you can say? Yeah, I don't know. You know, because every time I say something, be, I, I, I raise too much hopes, you know, and I I want to make but you sure said that it will be released. We, when we announce the date, it's going to set it's going to be set on stone. So that, uh, I don't hurt any feelings. In fact, when we announce the date, it's probably going to be. Oh, oh, hi, everybody. Uh, we are launching Asylum next week and everybody will go nuts, you know. That that's how I envision the moment in my in my head. But what I can tell you is that the game is playable. Yes, I mean mm-hmm. we, it's actually playable from beginning to end. We are still like struggling to reach beta. Like when I say beta, is everything is all the puzzles are implemented. There's no mock-up art, and uh, it just needs polishing. Okay, so maybe when we reach that point, I may be able to give a more precise time frame. But um, I can tell you we're talking about months and not years, thankfully. <laughs> so not 10 uh, more years. No, <laughs> no definitely, definitely not more, uh, no more 10 years. No. Um, we do see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's not, you know, it's, it's not that far down the road. You know, um, in fact, we we are hoping that uh, we we can reach beta this year, and maybe even Kickstarter backers will be the VIPs ones, you know, uh, mm-hmm. which is a small smaller portion of players, but maybe they will be able to play most of the game up until the ending. So uh, that will be encouraging. You know, in a way, because people, even for the game, is not quite ready for for mass consumption. Uh, people will know it exists, and they will be more maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if more anxious or relieved, but uh, so far they are. It's like they are trusting what we tell them. So my, I, I'm hoping 
that very soon they will hear from other people that the game is nearing completion, you know, and that we are not right. lying. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I, I tell you, the game, the game is it, it is here. We we are really you know it, it is playable. <laughs> so that's a okay, pretty big well, milestone. Yeah. No, de definitely is. I'm I'm really looking forward to it uh, myself because um, you know, because I first heard about this. Now I I don't know if this was the same game or not, but was the first video a man being interrogated? Is it like a yeah. military kind of complex at a time? Video, yeah, yeah. One of the that first videos. Actually, I, I remember yeah. when when that first came out. Yeah, it's, now that was a that was a, an interesting viral marketing for, for 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 the game, but maybe we did it way too early, <laughs> way too early. <laughs> yeah. Well, it got my interest, and then ten yeah. years later, it's a, ten years well, I'm still here we are. So. <laughs> Cool, cool. Uh, okay. So, so yeah. So, do you, so when this game is finally released? Uh, finally, <laughs> sorry, didn't mean to say it like that. But <laughs> finally, no, I know, um, no, I know. I know finally, finally, you guys are not doing any. You're sure you're not doing any work at all. <laughs> Why did you get it right the first time? <laughs> yeah, why don't you do it right the I'm, first time, man? Come on, yeah. It's, <laughs> um, do you have any future plans? Do you know what what you might be doing? At, well, after you take a deserved long holiday, uh, do you know what you might be doing after Asylum is released? Yes, yes, definitely. We we have um, several. There's always way too many ideas, and not enough time, mm. and not, not enough money, but. Um, we we have an idea for a uh, like a series of short adventure games, something like imagine like several Serenas, for example. So that's okay. one idea. That that's that's one idea, and the other one is another like a big game that would in a way conclude a. a like an informal trilogy between Scratches and Asylum. So you have a Scratches, you have Asylum, and the next step would be this game. But I, you know, okay. that's way far down the down the road. I don't know. Like I, I have the name, I have the story, I have the setting. It needs more design, of course, and uh, planning. I don't know. Maybe we release Asylum and I'm done with games. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but uh, we do have ideas. Are you... Uh, do, uh, should, should we expect to hear from your next game but if it takes 10 years or shorter? <laughs> I definitely, if we do more games, I definitely hope. Uh, and I will do everything in my power to release it before Another ten years, yes, definitely, <laughs> most definitely. Uh, that's good. Now, then, where can people find you then? Where can people find me and us? More uh, information about Sensecape well, and the game. We right now we have a, a pretty fun Discord community. Um, mm -hmm. It's quite it's quite big too and very active. So you just have to uh, either look up Discord. Sensecape or the 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 address is discord.gg slash sensecape or oh. you have you can follow us on Twitter and it's 
also as simple as twitter.com slash Sanscape or Facebook, which amazingly, it's also facebook.com slash Sanscape. Wow, I never and would the have guessed. With, <laughs> the same with YouTube and Instagram. But you're adventure gamers. You, 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 you're going to figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, like a puzzle that we have to figure like out. Like a puzzle, so, exactly. Find, find the Sanscape yeah. social networks. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Agassiz. It's been a real, real pleasure. I know I've kept you here for an hour and a half, so thank you so much for agreeing <laughs> to talk to me. Thank and you. No, thank you. Thank, thanks again, Shorshan. I, I hope I, I wasn't boring. <laughs> no, not at all. In fact, you know, I've had a great, you know, great time, and I'm sure people listening will also enjoy it. It was very, very entertaining, and Uh, best of luck with the game whenever it's released, and I look forward to playing it when it is released. Thank you. Thank you. I promise we are, we are working hard, and we are doing everything we can to release it as soon as humanly and inhumanly possible. <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing more about it then. So best of luck. Cool. Thank you so much. So that was my interview with Agustin Cordes. I hope you enjoyed it. And a huge thank you again to Agustine for joining me for over an hour and a half. I really did keep him a long time. So thank you so much for very patiently answering my questions. And I'm really looking forward to Asylum. It looks like it's going to be something very, very special indeed. The team are working really, really hard on it. And whether it takes them 10 days, 10 weeks, 10 months, or even another 10 years, I hope they take as long as they need to make the game as good as they can. And in the meantime, if you haven't already, I would highly, highly recommend you play Serena. It is on Steam. It is free. I will include a link on in the show notes. So I'd really recommend that people check that game out. And, as I mentioned earlier this week, the Adventure Games podcast is now on Patreon. And the very first spoiler special is there now, where Agustin talks in detail about the ending of Scratches. So if you have played Scratches and you would like to hear him discuss it, you can check out the Patreon page and you can subscribe if you wish and you can hear him discuss the ending of that game and his thoughts and his reasoning why he wrote the ending to the game. So um, that is it for this week. Uh, next week I will be joined as always by Thomas and Laura, where we will be discussing the latest news in Adventure Games for the last two weeks, and we'll be reviewing what games we have been playing currently. So until then, I wish everyone a good weekend and a great week ahead. So thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> If you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate, and review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps, and reviews will help get the word out, especially for Adventure Game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you 
our Vetri game developer or Vetri game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you